and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. I'm your host, Melissa. And I'm your other host, Sarah. Uh, we're the hostesses with the mostesses. I don't know. I feel like we need, I just want to come up with something clever for us. Um, we're on the social media. We're at uh, the letter T and Sympathy Pod on Twitter. We have a website, tandsympathypod.com. We have an email address where we love getting fan mail, love letters, money orders. Not, don't ask us for money, but like you could send us money. Sponsors <laughs> can email us there. Just saying. It's tandsympathypod at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash tandsympathypod. We are found on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, and Podbean. For that one special person out there who listens to us on the Podbean app, you know who you are. It's Melissa's mom. Oh, I was going to leave it as like a secret, but uh, yeah, that's my mom. Well, we have to mention her now in every (laughs) She was here yesterday. She's in Nashville for about a month, and she's like, it's kind of cute how we're, it's like a thing now. And I was like, yeah, duh. Like, we made it a thing. That's why it's, yes, hello. She's the silent partner. Called a recurring joke, lady. Get it through your head. Get get involved with comedy tropes. (laughs) Right? We're comedians, duh. (laughs) If only to ourselves and each other. I mean, literally only in my head am I funny. Well, we have something um, exciting on the on the pod today because we're live taste testing a new yeah. tea. We are. Do you want? To, I feel like you should tell people what we're taste testing because you're you're the one who. Um, if it weren't for you, I would be just like trash drinking plain old black tea, <laughs> like Tesco black tea. I heard a a person I follow on Twitter talked about, well, just basically briefly recommended a tea called British Brunch, um, and it's by Stephen Smith Tea Maker, um, which I believe to be based in Portland, Oregon, based on the fact that there's (laughs) two locations available to you in Portland, Oregon, and one in Seoul, South Korea, should some of our Korean listeners want to stop in. You know. Um, (laughs) <laughs> we added luxembourg say, to the listener family last week we did yeah um is it the prince of luxembourg because i hear he's single and luxembourg is the richest country in europe per capita like per square whatever they measure it in like their gdp is he longing to father a small dog <laughs> i don't know but like look <laughs> I love this dog, but I'd give her up for the Prince of Luxembourg. (laughs) Always get more dogs. I'm just kidding. I would never, ever, ever do that. (laughs) Please do not email us with hate mail about me giving up Beatrice. I would never do that. No. So there's, should you not be based (laughs) in Portland or Seoul, um, you can, you can find, uh, British Brunch, and many, many other teas on smithtea.com, S-M-I-T-H-T-E-A.com. Um, I got these from Amazon, so uh, you can also get it there. I know some people don't like to frequent the evil empire. My, um, here's an unrelated Amazon tangent. I have 
decreased my, like I keep opting for, um, I do have prime cause I like the televisions. I need my Maisel, but I have been opting for like the no hurry shipping. Yeah. Yeah. You get lately, a lot lately. You get benefits and like, is there really anything I need next day? Not really. I will say I just realized that <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was a British tea um, until I thought it was a British tea. And now that I'm reading it, I realized that like no tea maker that was actually in the UK would name something British brunch. Do they have, do they brunch in the UK? I feel like they don't. They may be in London. Perhaps. I don't know. I just feel like you either have tea or. You have breakfast. Yeah. And then you have elevensies, which we have never even touched on elevensies on this. I feel like we should. I call it second breakfast, but maybe I should start calling it elevensies. Elevensies? But like it's usually breakfast, elevensies, lunch, tea, dinner. Yeah. So first I'm going to read the description of Mm. the tea because it's poetic and lovely. Um, it's described it as a rich blend of full-bodied Indian Assam teas paired with succulent Ceylon dimbula. I'm going to guess. Intense and floral Ceylon uva and a touch of smoky China kimon. Uh, it's the perfect breakfast tea, but sophisticated and delicious any time of day as well. And I, I have to say I am a big fan so far. I agree. Yeah. I was... Um, There's a little so bergamotty... Like bergamot yeah. going on, which normally I'm not a fan at all, but I don't mm-hmm. don't hate it. I um, am kind of a reverse tea snob. It's kind of funny when everyone, when people hear I not only am a tea drinker, but I now have a host a podcast about tea. Um, people are like, oh, do you drink rooibos and like, mm-hmm. you know, white tea and, and calendula and like needles? No, I drink crappy black strong breakfast tea um and I was a little nervous because I was like oh is this gonna be strong enough am I gonna like it is this gonna be too fancy lo and behold it's solidly British tasting yeah I, I don't think that it is well maybe it's just that the I didn't steep it enough but it, I will say it doesn't brew up as strong it as doesn't I normally like Mm-mm. no I will agree with you I don't think it was your steeping time because I it's not as um it's it's much smoother than our berries or your Bewleys or your PG tips, but it's it is it is bold. I don't know that I would go for it first for a breakfast no, tea, but I during the day. I think it's actually more like a afternoon tea tea. And I was also intrigued by some of the other blends that they had on the website. So mm. perhaps Perhaps check them out. It's all very nice. The packaging is very. It is very nice. Like, um, you know, sophisticated, hipster-ish, yeah. retro, but you know. What I'm saying. I I personally did like the um. They specifically call. <laughs> I loved this part. They specifically call out that they're like, tea bags are essentially. Uh, I'm gonna tiptoe right up to our 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 E rating. Uh, their tea bags are purposefully girthy oh, yes. to allow for the expansion of the tea, the tea leaves, leaves. Yeah. Which I, A, I kind of snorted out loud when I read that. Uh, 
I'm making it sound dirtier than they did just because why not? It's funny. <laughs> uh, but I did appreciate the like, hey, our tea bags only look half full. For a reason. <laughs> On purpose. For a reason. Don't add us. Don't, <laughs> don't add us. To, don't get all up in our menchies. <laughs> we did <laughs> We did this for a reason. Well, now that we've uh, talked about a new tea, yeah, um, talk about the, the IT. Oh, good! I'm so glad you went there with the rhyming. <laughs> the IT Yay. crowd is the show that we watched um, this week, and I can I can roll ahead with a little background if you'd like. Yeah, would you? Thank you. Um, it well, I didn't know any of this going in. This was a new show to me. So it premiered on Channel Four in two thousand six, and it ran for four seasons. And I believe there was a special uh, bonus yeah. episode that kind of wrapped everything up. Yeah. Um, British television shows love the Christmas special. I will say. I do. If I'm remembering correctly, I think they added the wrap up because it was. I could be wrong, but I think it was like very kind of unceremoniously canceled a la Deadwood. I see. Where it was like very much lacking that like end of series thing. So I think they then went back. It stars Chris O'Dowd and Richard Ayoade. And mm-hmm. they play sort of hapless <laughs> in different ways um, IT guys at a corporation. Um, and they get a, a new manager. The first episode is they get a new manager and this woman mm-hmm. claims to know a lot about computers and the sort of blowhard manager, uh, CEO, I guess, takes, takes her at her word and assigns Denim. her. Yes, just <laughs> assigns her to manage the IT department and uh, hijinks ensue. And it was critically acclaimed during its run and now is considered a cult hit. Um, and I think that if you were to watch it, you would recognize... Um, that it was very memeable. There's many memes that have popped mm-hmm. up on that TV show. And uh, I think that you would recognize, even if you'd never seen the show, I think you'd recognize more than, than you'd think you would. See, I find it interesting that you say that. I'm just going to jump in, jump right into my notes. Because I regularly, uh, so I work in tech, as does Sarah. Uh, I regularly say to people <laughs> in a work environment, if they are complaining about their computers, I regularly say, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> and like nobody ever gets the joke. Really? Ever. Uh, never. I mean, I, like, it, it's, it's strange that they don't perfect. even get it. Like not that it comes from that show, but that they don't even recognize it as a. As a joke. Yeah. No <laughs> crickets every single time. I've also done the like, talking into your mouse like hello hello computer (laughs) and nobody ever gets it (laughs) which makes me question everyone's taste in television well i think we probably do that a lot and probably others question ours we're so judgy i love it (laughs) i keep thinking about um what you proposed last week that somewhere in an alternate universe there (laughs) another version of us, but it's two guys talking about all the shows that we don't want to watch. I love the idea of that. I really do. I I think, um, so I love Chris O'Dowd. I love, I would watch Chris O'Dowd and hilarious pretty much anything. Um, and I even like on a chat show, like I love to watch him just talk about whatever. I mean, his accent is delightful. (laughs) And, um, I think we agreed on the fact that the character Moss or Maurice Morris Moss <laughs> is the best 
character. It's just, like, he gets to a point, if you keep watching it, which I, I, I don't want to, like, I know you're going to get into this, but, like, I'm going to encourage you, Sarah, and also the audience to, like, stick with it because I feel like it's one of those – I mean, I'm cack- I was cackling from, like, beat one of the first episode, but it, I feel like it does get funnier. Well, I think that if – first of all, like, IT person, not an IT person, techie, Luddite, whatever, I think if you've ever worked in a corporate setting, it oh, just yeah. – like, with the office, like there's stuff that's so ridiculous about office slash corporate life yeah. that gets skewered in these types of shows. I think that there's something there for you, for you to relate to. Yeah. I, I just 100% like love. I, I agree with you. I think Moss is the best character on the show. Like his whole, just all of his little ticks and like mannerisms and like well you you mentioned hot ear how he has a hot <laughs> ear that he sprays water into <laughs> that he carries around on his belt yeah it's like a little evian like space Mister. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> weird bizarre little things that just make me giggle it reminded me of uh, miranda in the way that every like all of the comic situations are exaggerated to the point of like just out and out ridiculousness and I'm yeah (laughs) like head wounds and at first you're kind of like this is stupid but then as it keeps rolling because of the way it's played yeah like Chris O'Dowd in the first episode um (laughs) what does he fall is that why he gets the head wound (laughs) I can't even remember something happens and it it, like progressively he keeps appearing (laughs) in the scene like every time the camera they clearly put more fake blood on him until it's like I mean, he would have a concussion. I know. And then he just like, it's like, I'm going to have a little lie down and just lays down. Just like, I was, I couldn't, I had forgotten how funny it was. I just did. I, I said that now, so you mentioned this a minute ago and I said in my notes that I didn't like love, love the show. And I, as I was typing it, I was like, this is because I've only seen the pilot and like the first episode and the first, the second episode. So it takes a while for, for, <laughs> for absurd shows like that to really find their footing. Um, I think that if people who loved Seinfeld went back and watched the first episode of Seinfeld, they'd be like, well, I wouldn't watch <laughs> this show now. <laughs> like I didn't watch Electric Sex Pants, for example. Oh, I, t- admittedly, I could not find the episode where Electric Sex Pants comes up. It oh, I thought the episode was called that. Is it? No, I went looking for it. Maybe that's why I couldn't find it. It's like 100%. It happens. It is a thing. A line is uttered, damn you, electric sex pants. <laughs> and it's Matt Berry, who is hilarious. I just, I love, you know what? We, we've discussed this before. I love a good character with like barely concealed rage. <laughs> I mean, it's all of Which us today. Chris O'Dowd, but I feel like there's just something about it that speaks to me. We're, we're all just, and actually this reminds me of someone once told me, it was actually right after I got back from Ireland, <laughs> that someone, and I came back from Ireland and remarked about how friendly everyone is. And they said to me, like, don't let that fool you. That friendly demeanor is really just like right under the surface. (laughs) Irishmen have just like low simmering near constant rage. So this show was my, so I like that this circles back to our 
um, Great British Bake Off episodes or current oh, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was my first exposure to Noel Fielding. So, now, where does he enter into the show? Because I have so he comes in in season one, like episode four. Okay. Uh, and he essentially, I mean, God bless Noel Fielding. He really just, honestly, he's like Sean Connery. He just plays the same role. Like it's, it's just different permutations. I think Noel Fielding is always just playing Noel Fielding with like various degrees of. Well, he's a very, very distinctive looking person. Yes. And he's Uh, odd. (laughs) Yeah. So he essentially kind of just plays himself, but like overdoes it i think uh but i had never seen the mighty boosh prior to this show and i i saw him first on this show and and he's i think he's hilarious on the show but then i saw mighty boosh afterwards and i was like no i don't get it but he plays the goth the goth it guy he does play a goth (laughs) it guy that lives in a room the server room the server the server room Well, I can't. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to his episodes, but tell me, tell me um, some more of the things that you love about the show because you've seen the whole series, I think, right? I am not. I mild spoilers, though. I'm not going to tell you like what they are and where they are. Um, there is someone ends up in like a, a claw game, like overnight. Um, <laughs> someone, someone ends up. Uh, being mistaken for a disabled person. Uh, someone, okay, this is mildly spoilery because I'm. It's going to be pretty obvious, but like, Jen dates a guy named Peter, mm-hmm. and his full name is Peter File. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, like, you know, there's like a weird like. <laughs> Jen tries to quit smoking and like they keep moving the smoking area farther and farther away from <laughs> the entrance and it turns into like a hilarious like Soviet like march that she has to like it's just it's she throws like you know there's an episode which this might have been the second or third episode uh like Jen throws coffee on a homeless woman and then like <laughs> No, this isn't. This is later. Jen throws home. Jen throws coffee on a homeless woman, and um, Roy like ends up yelling at like a like a little person barista, and like their footage of it goes like viral, and then they're like, oh no, oh no. It's pretty. Like I mean, there are definitely aspects of it that are. I feel like there are aspects that could be insulting if it weren't for the fact that the people like they make it very clear that like Roy, Jen and Moss are bad people. Right. <laughs> right. Like they're the bad people. You don't want to be like them. Although yeah. I feel like Moss because Moss is hilarious. Like Moss wears like women's pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things set on fire a lot. He does uh, he sets something on fire in the second episode <laughs> and then he emails. Uh yeah. Moss sets things on fire a lot. I just, it's one of those things where it's like, again, like, like Miranda, it's like 28 minutes of mindless, but somehow also smart. Yeah. Well, I, I remarked that, uh, Jen, who's the manager, I mean, she gets her job by lying essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, the CEO is an idiot too, but she lies to him and she ends up like her reward slash punishment is that she gets to be the manager of these two (laughs) 
ding-dongs in the basement. And <laughs> Like, even just the, like, but even just the way they set up that whole thing where she's, like, at the elevator, and he's like, oh, well, here's where I leave you. And she's like, great. And she gets in the elevator. And, like, to push the basement button, it, like, goes, like, 23 through, like, 1. And then the basement button is, like, flickering and broken and, like covered in mold and like she gets to the bottom and it just like keeps her being like get out of the lift get out of the lift (laughs) like a sentient elevator being like get out it's very Um, broad and it's played for laughs yeah but the laughs don't come from the fact that she's like the sensible lady who's like trying to get the boys in line she's ridiculous which as i was watching it was like wow how strange that i would notice that because no, it's not strange that I would notice it, but how funny it is that it's it's remarkable that yeah. she's not one of like like I feel like women on American television, like network television, can be yeah. a scold, you know, a whore <laughs> or yeah. a uh, a beauty queen, I guess. So I did have a few notes on that because I came up with it. I think like I just added them. So. Well, my question was, are, like, British shows in general, and taking into account the fact that, of course, I haven't exhaustively viewed the history of British television, and I don't watch the soaps and stuff like that, but... I don't either. Are British sitcom slash dramas just better at creating more diverse, personality-wise, female characters? They might be. I think we've touched on this before. That they just seem to do a better job. On cable, you get more variety in female characters. Like, you know, I'm thinking of like Nurse Jackie or someone like along those lines that isn't. Fiona on Shameless. Exactly. Someone who's not. A good example of being a horrible person. (laughs) Right, right. It's not like they have a tough exterior and a heart of gold. It's like, no, they're just kind of like not really great all the time. They're bad people. But I can't think of an American sitcom in recent years where a woman is allowed to be a buffoon. Like I can. That. I'm gesturing wildly. <laughs> Eleanor Shellstrop on The Good Place. No, I don't watch that show. It becomes a running joke that she is a trash bag. <laughs> well, I stand corrected on that issue, and I will have to watch The Good Place. Have you ever watched a British pop um, opera? Not in a very long time. Not since I was, like, in my late teens. Well, I was just wondering, um, when I was thinking about what we should watch for next week, I didn't know if we should watch, like, Coronation Street or Hollyoaks or something. Um, Or EastEnders. Yeah, but I don't know really where to start because some of those shows have been on for a long time. I know. Hasn't Coronation Street been on for 20-some-odd years? Something like that. I know. Which is seems insane to me uh maybe we should find here's a good place to start maybe let's find out like when various uber famous people now joined coronation street like find something (laughs) we could also watch lords and ladles hmm or we could discuss lords and ladles as i know we both watched it Let's discuss Lords and Ladles, but let's maybe tentatively, or were we supposed to do an antiques one? No. An antiques one. Or like a game show one? I can't remember. Oh, we were going to look for the Jarvis Cocker episode of Bargain Hunt. I couldn't, I wasn't having much luck finding it, but we could still like toss that one around. Let's do, I vote for Coronation Street, but like an episode 
that has like massively famous people in it. Okay. Hmm. And maybe a later version so that we're not potentially fighting with like, you know, rotary dial phones. <laughs> Every time I see a clip of Coronation Street, it just seems, it just looks amazing to me. So I'm sold into it. <laughs> Love it. I'm all here for it. Someone mentioned a show to me and now of course I can't. Oh, we may have to come back to this. I have a coworker who is from the UK originally and they were talking about some show. Oh my gosh. I, I, we let's coronation street as a placeholder. Okay. I might have, I might have an old show that we should, should dig up, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, coronation street. I mean, we could always do like, um, are you being served or, Ooh, that was my gate. That was my gateway drug. Or um, keeping up appearances, I think, is another one. Also a good one. Um, with bucket, with bucket, bucket, hyacinth bucket. Hyacinth <laughs> bucket. I might have to name my next dog that hyacinth bucket. Oh, that's a great dog name. It is a great dog name, right? Hyacinth bucket. I had something else in miscellaneous corner, and I think I must have um, deleted it. But oh, the- I deleted it. it was about, I thought it was from the week before. It was about Rahul. No, this was the thing that I was going to mention last <laughs> week, and I couldn't remember. But I follow Rahul from um, Bake Off on Instagram, and, uh, along with Kim Joy and Nadia. But yeah. I, I congratulated him on his great baking and said that I always enjoyed watching him and he responded to me. I nearly died when you sent that to me. He responded, thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we discussed it at the time because you said, I feel like Rahul is going to burn out really quickly because he's answering like everybody on his Instagram. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just learning. And I was like, well, surefire way to hate Instagram is to reply to everybody. He's the gentlest soul to ever... God, yes, he he's so great. To ever wield a whisk. <laughs> so I was watching, um, my husband and I were kind of re-watching the most recent season of Bake Off, and he said... Ah, I am as well. He asked if Paul Hollywood was less mean now than he was on the BBC oh series. And I said, you know, I think that he is. And I went back and watched the Nadia season. Yeah. He, he's pretty mean. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. I think he, I think he, I don't want to say he's gone soft. I think he's a little kinder. Yeah, well, he, um, he, he pulls some real faces. Like, I mean, <laughs> I understand if something doesn't taste good, but like if you're eating buttercream frosting that's just kind of grainy, oh, like, there's no need to make that face, Paul. I mean, well, see, I'm the wrong person to ask because I can't stand buttercream, I think, so... <laughs> I make that face regardless of the quality of it because I you tend can, to like don't want to eat it and I scrape it off. You can never be a guest judge. No, I would be no, I would be great at like breads. I would be a great guest judge at breads. Uh and like a meringue based challenge is my jam. Do you ever have you ever made like a pavlova or something? I haven't. No, I haven't. Can you believe that? All of my loved ones, and I love them a whole <laughs> lot. 
they're probably my favorite dessert. I've never made one. I don't bake. See, I don't bake a lot because who am I The dog? That's why I need the Prince of Luxembourg to come in here. Who am I going to bake for? Bee can't eat eat sweets. You're going to win over the Prince of Luxembourg with your meringue skills. Look, if you're listening, your highness, if Meghan Markle, I mean, I'm granted not an actress. I have zero notoriety, but you know. Because they had famous friends, that's what you got to do. You got to get, you got to get, it's not that you have to be famous. You have to get friends who are famous to introduce you to famous people. Um, okay, so, well, the, if this really worked out, they'd make a Hallmark movie out of you. But Oh, God, I would love that. His name is Prince Sebastian of Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. I think he is substantially younger than I am. He's also. 26. That's yep. pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe... Uh, that maybe that's not the prince I was thinking of then. Um, well, he has four brothers. He's, okay. He's the youngest. Okay. No, then there's more. Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna, there's I'm also gonna Guillaume. Hold on. Let's check out the family tree here. They're not a bad looking bunch. No, they are not. Okay. So we have the hereditary Grand Duke Guillaume, Prince Felix, Prince Louis, and then a princess. It might be Louis. Okay. Let's check out Louis. It might be Louis. Hold on. Oh, Melissa, he's 32 and recently. Yep, separated. that's it. That's the one I'm looking for. I'm on Wikipedia. He's single. I'm he, also on Wikipedia. He's separated from his wife, so. See? Get on oh, in man, I, And I love a good divorced man. <laughs> I do. True story. Prince Felix is not. Well, he's got kind of an American psycho thing going on. He's married, though. Um, Hold on. I'm going to take a get. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get to it. Wikipedia. Prince Felix. Here's what I hope. I hope that our Luxembourg listener is not like all these guys' mom. <laughs> I hope that they are. Well. I feel like the Grand Duke is my jam, though. The hereditary Grand Duke. The hereditary Grand Duke. My goodness, that is perfect. Couldn't you just see me? I mean, just saying. All right. Well, on that note, after selecting <laughs> selecting your spouse, your future spouse from the royal spouse from the Luxembourgish royal houses and mild technical difficulties. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but whatever. It's, it was bound to happen at some point. You know, that's what editing is for in this extremely professional podcasting outfit that we have and because i will have edited it out i will say for the listening audience no one will ever know that we had to stop recording because the internet sucks so (laughs) all right well on that note um, wow i feel like this was actually very like this is a very it crowd episode yeah, we didn't set anything on fire, but well, we didn't set anything on fire, yet. but I feel like things just, you know, so uh, went off the rails a little bit. Should you be interested in uh, telling us what we did wrong? Uh, you can reach us <laughs> on Twitter at the letter T and Sympathy Pod, or find us online at tandsympathypod.com. Gmail us at tandsympathypod at gmail.com, facebook.com slash tandsympathypod. Um, we're always on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podbean. And please, if you're on any of those platforms and listen to us there and you like it, give a thumbs up, Ooh, a star, yeah. a rating. 
whatever it is that is available to you to show your love and appreciation for. Five stars and please write us very mellifluous prose. Yeah. If you have critical comments, just don't share them. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> but if you have glowing comments, then we'd love to hear them. So mm-hmm. We do. And uh, again, send us your show ideas. Um, I think we're going to do some maybe weird next time. Maybe a little soap opera. Maybe a little words yeah. and ladles with some weird meats. Oh, God. All right. Um, and then <laughs> until, until Ste- next time. Steady on. Until next time. This is Cue the, the music. Jan Symphony Podcast signing off. Thank you.